Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. On today's episode, I share another friend of mine with you on a segment I love to call Open Table Interview. Today, my friend Oliva Ariaga, someone that I've known for almost 20 years, is going to be sharing with you on the beauty of brokenness. You do not want to miss it. Take a listen, and I pray that it takes you deeper in your own process with God. Hey, everybody, this is Nancy McCready, and I love that we are together today on Tent Talk. Now, as I have been celebrating here in the month of August, the first and future years of Nancy McCready Ministries, I can't wait for today to introduce you to another one of my favorite people, someone that I've known for almost 20 years, that I've had the privilege of mentoring, of training, of working with, and who is probably going to far surpass me someday is that I love being able to introduce to you today here on Tent Talk, my dear friend, Oliva Ariaga. Hey, Oliva, say hello to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it is an honor to be here today. Isn't it, isn't it awesome, Oliva, that we get to be together and that we get to talk with each other about what God has done in our lives and we get to be with the great people listening here on Tent Talk. Isn't that awesome? It is absolutely awesome to be able to brag on the things that the Lord has done. I love it. I love it. I knew somewhere in there that was going to happen, that you were going to start bragging on God. I knew it wouldn't take long, and this is what I love. So I want us to jump right in so that what's on your heart can begin to uh, be shared with uh, those that are listening with us today. So what is on your heart to share today about what God has done in you, because as I always do in these open table interviews, is I tell people, look, I, I know we all minister publicly. I know that we all are serving in different capacities. But what I want people to hear on Tent Talk as we learn to live and have conversations with God under the big tent of his presence is that we learn to tell on ourselves, if you will, is that we learn to be transparent and for that to happen, we have to have others who are willing to open up their lives and be willing not to just tell us what they can teach publicly, but how did you get there? What did God do in you? So I want you to share what's on your heart today about what God's done in you personally and privately over the years. So just go at it and let's have a great conversation today. Absolutely. Um, I want to share today about the beauty, just the beauty of brokenness. You know, it was about um, uh, over a decade ago that the Lord asked me a question as I was translating a song by a dear friend of ours. And um, it was one of the verses that said, you know, it was, do you want to go higher still? Mm. And do you want to go higher still where my hope is all your strength? And I was translating that song and I was going at it and I was just so, you know how you, when you praise the Lord and you're just so excited and you, you just want to give it all. And, and at that moment, Holy Spirit stopped me and asked me the question. He says, he asked me, he said, Oliva, 
do you want to? And I said, what? He said, do you, do you, do you really want to go higher still? Do you want to go to that place where, where his hope, where, where you're hoping him is all your strength? Um, of course, I, I at that moment, I just, just shook me for a moment and I said, yes. Uh, my knees were shaking. <laughs> my knees were shaking, but I said, yes. Um, you know, I, I certainly didn't want to stay back like the Israelites and just knew him from afar. I, I, I wanted to get him. I wanted to get closer. Yeah. I knew that I was living for him and I was. I was serving him. I was in ministry. I, the Lord had done many things in my life. I, I, uh, I was, it's not like I was living in sin. I was not. So you're not going to hear me say that. I was teaching Sunday school. How many of you can relate to what I'm saying? I, I was, I was tithing. I was, I was raising my children to the best of my ability. I was doing all those things. But in a way, I was, I was walking alongside him. And the Lord was, was calling me to something deeper still, something closer still. You know, the, the scripture in John 17, 21 says, you know, it, it was, it was the prayer of our older brother, Jesus. And, and he says that they all may know that they all may be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us so that the world may believe and be convinced that you have sent me. You know, and, and, and he, at that moment, Jesus was calling us to the, to have the same relationship that he, that he had with his father, to the same oneness, to the same oneness, to that, to, he was calling us to that place of abiding. And I knew that I was not there. I was absolutely not there. And, um, you know, I, I knew that I knew how to call on his help. <laughs> but that was, a, that was about all I knew. I knew about all this love that he had for me. But even deep down in, inside of me, I had all these doubts. I, I desperately wanted all this. You know, for example, I desperately wanted to be loved unconditionally. But at the same time, as Holy Spirit showed me, I was, I was pushing away. You know, I, 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 walked around with this I deserve mentality. You know, I, I was raised in this. I, I grew up in 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 a in, in a home where uh I was there was a lot of abuse. I grew up in 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 a home where my father left at, at the age of when I was seven. Um and there was physical abuse from the age of nine to the age of thirteen. And I learned to take care of myself really, really well. I learned to depend on myself really, really well. So your strength was an asset to you at that time. How strong you were was helping you to survive and helping you to push through. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even, and this is, you know, I was no longer a victim. I was no longer a victim, but yet... I was still living by those surviving skills. They were still, I, I was still using all those same skills that I had learned as a child. Um, I was still, you know, I remember being on my kitchen floor, um, you know, as the Lord was, was talking to me and uh, he was dealing deeply with me about that strength. And uh, because I, 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 something entered into my life that was bigger than me. That was, that was, I, 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 
I was not going to him. I, 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 I was trusting and depending on me, but not him. And it was, I was like one of those, uh, one of those dolls, one of those, uh, free standing inflatable punching dolls. If you, if you don't mind me saying that you punch, but then they're up again, <laughs> you know, they're up again immediately. And, you know, and the Lord said to me, this is what he said to me. You know, he said, Oliva, that which help you survive, that which help you survive, the same strength that helped you survive, it you're using against me. Mm. It is with that same strength mm. that you're pushing me. Pushing away. You're pushing away. Mm. So I remember just weeping on my kitchen floor because I didn't know how to live any different. That's right. That's and right. yet I loved him deeply. You're not going to hear me say anything different. I, I love him deeply, but I didn't know how to live any different. That's right. I, I, all I knew is how to depend upon this strong, strong, strong self-reliance, self-dependence, just... That's all I knew. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything different. Mm -hmm. So that's in your muscle memory, what I would call that muscle memory. It's like, I love the Lord, so I cry out to him. Help me, Lord. Help me be strong. Lord, you know, I know you want me to, you know, to come through. And yet to find out that while you're wrestling in all of this, bouncing back, <laughs> bouncing back, down, <laughs> bouncing back. Absolutely. And you're thinking you know, Lord, what, what's going on? You know, why, why am I not able, as I've always been able to, why am I not able to, you know, overcome this and, and, and get up again? And is it possible that during that time he's building a bridge to show you something that from your past to your present moment on that kitchen floor, he's connecting something for you to show you that what helped you before isn't going to be your help now. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. He's taking me to a place of brokenness. Mm. And that's where he led me to that place. And the beauty of brokenness. Mm. Brokenness is absolutely necessary. And this is when, you know, it, it just brokenness. And let me just say, brokenness is not having this deep emotional experience. Mm. Brokenness is not bad things happening to you. Mm. You know, and, and as my, I have a good friend that says, you know, brokenness is not a dirty word. <laughs> it is not a dirty word. You know, brokenness is, is not the same as, as, as being deeply hurt by tragic circumstances. You know, because a person may have experienced many deep hurts and tragedies without being broken. That's I correct. certainly went through a lot of bad stuff, a lot of negative circumstances you know, before the Lord. And you know what? After them, I just, I was even more bitter and even more angry mm -hmm. and even worse than before and got up again. And I was with an attitude of, I will try harder and I will <laughs> do this. So that's not what brokenness is. Brokenness is coming to a place of agreeing with God about the true condition of our heart and life. You know, so so he, and as he is seeing it, you know, so, so what started happening really is he, brought, he did allow circumstances. He, he, he allowed circumstances that, that were bigger than my own strength. You do <laughs> that, not mean to tell me that God allowed something 
Are you, I mean, this is so awesome and I love it. See, I'm loving it because Oliva and I are sitting here looking at each other. Y'all cannot see us, okay, but we can see each other, oh. all right? And to realize that our Father would love us so much that He would allow, and this is what I'm loving. Let me just tell y'all what I'm loving at this moment is that Oliva cannot stop laughing, my friends, and there is joy. And I love, Oliva, that you said the beauty of brokenness, see, because the very fruit of it is in you right now as I look at you because you realize something you didn't know before brokenness. Yes. But on this side of yes. brokenness, you know yes. it was so necessary. Yes. You needed it. He came for me. And yet when we're in it, we can thank God, you're not going to help a girl. You can't help a girl out. I'm over here like, Lord, you know, I love you and I want you to help me and you're not helping me. It's getting worse, you know. But now you understand the beauty of this is that he came to set you free from your strength. Yes. Wow. Yes. That is yes. amazing. You know, John 12, 20, uh, 12, verse 24 and 25 says, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you that unless a grain of wheat falls into the mm. earth and mm-hmm. dies, it remains just one grain. Mm. It never becomes more, but lives by itself alone. But if it dies, it produces many others and yields a rich harvest. Anyone who loves his life loses it. But anyone who mm. hates his life in this world will keep it to life eternal. Whoever has no love for, no concern for, no regard for his life here on earth, but despises it, preserve his life forever and ever. You know, just, you know, we, we pray prayers. We, we do. We pray prayers as, such as, make me the person you want me to be. You know, I, I, I want more of you and I want less of me. You know, we sing songs that says, you can have me. We, we say all those things. We, and, and you know what? In our spirit, we absolutely mean them. And this is, we, we do. You know, the real you absolutely yes. mean them. But what we're saying, let me just say that what, what you're saying is you're inviting him in. And, and, and so he comes. He absolutely comes. He answers that. And he answered those prayers for me. You know, so, so you know, I, I, like I mentioned before, you know, I grew up in this place in which I was responsible for me. I was responsible for myself. So I, I, I learned how to just take responsibility for myself. How to how to take care of all my own needs and and how how to be strong for myself and so when when now now I was a Christian I'm being uh, now I'm learning that I'm that I need to depend on Him <laughs> that I need to depend on somebody else and somebody else is is to take care of me that is a whole new way of life that's right that's a whole new way of living and and at the same time you have these overdeveloped muscles. Mm. That, that just, they're just overdeveloped. You don't even have to think about those things. Mm. You know how to do things. You know, so from, to me, you know, the Lord was, let me just say this, before the, the, this deep work of brokenness in my life, he was a friend. He was a great employer, <laughs> but he was not, he was not my life. Mm. And I can just say it right now. He mm. was not my life. He was a helper, but he was not my life. 
you know, I was still living by my strength. I was still taking care of me. And this is why a lot of us are so tired. Let me just say, I was taking care of me, but I was bitter and I was angry and I was tired because I was doing something that I was never meant to do. Take care of me. So I was, I was crying out for, for something, and at the same time, I was pushing him away. Isn't that amazing how <laughs> we do that? It's like, come closer, get away from me. Come closer, please. Don't, don't come too close. Are you, you kidding know? me? And Are so you, we yeah. find that that spirit and flesh fighting within us, because as you said so well, the real you, the new man, the spirit, all these things that we, what we say about ourselves, who I am in Christ. Yes, I love you, Lord. But when he begins to move towards us, like to mm-hmm. really tend to mm-hmm. us, whew, here comes that wall. And like you said, it comes up automatically. It's almost like I didn't even have to think about the resistance. The resistance. Yes. 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 Please share more. The please. resistance comes up. <clears throat> Excuse me. The resistance comes up. You know, so so as he as he begins to to do this deep work in you and 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 the seed like i said you know in, as as john 12 the seed finds finds because he will allow he will allow that seed to 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 fall into the ground okay in order for life to come forth and this is what i said the beauty of brokenness he did allow circumstances to come in that were bigger than me mm. you know we, and and that's the thing circumstances to come that are bigger than you, situations to come that are bigger bigger than you. And and, and yes, there have been a series of of circumstances that no, he didn't allow, he didn't, he didn't cause, but, but, but he allowed them. And, 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 and things came in, came in that were bigger than me. And I couldn't, I couldn't handle them. I couldn't handle them. I was not able to handle my son's diagnosis. I, I couldn't do it on my own. And so for the first time in my life, something was bigger than me. And, and, and so I found myself, I found myself for the first time lost, which is, Lord, I can't do this by myself. And he's like, well, ha, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. Here I am. You know, so, you know, here I am. Let me, let me show you how to do this and learning how to live, learning how to live in this place of dependency, learning how to live in in this place where we, we, he has always, always, we were always meant to live depending upon somebody else, leaning upon somebody else. Let me just say it, 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 it's, it's just been amazing, but of course it was not amazing at the beginning, you know, <laughs> no, of course not. it was not amazing at the beginning. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Afterwards, the testimony Are you kidding is me? always so glorious. The right? testimony is glorious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the making of a testimony is... Whoa. No, no, because here I was once the super strong, once the super self-sufficient, once the, 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 the you know... And now, you know, as I deal with some health issues, now I'm canceling appointments. Now I'm canceling meetings. Now I'm, now I'm not able to serve in those places where I want to serve. And, and you know what I'm discovering? You know, Revelations 12, 11 says that they, they love not their lives unto death. And I'm discovering for the first time just how much I love, I love my strength. Just how much 
I love my reputation or what I thought people thought about me because honestly, probably they were not probably not even thinking about me. But this... <laughs> no, 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 this cannot be true. You had to discover, like I had to discover. You mean to tell me people are not thinking about me as much as I'm thinking about me? It is quite possible. Oh, it amazing. is quite possible. It is quite possible. <laughs> but just, just, just the love that I had for it. Just, mm. I had this love for my strength. I had this admiration for my strength that I didn't, I didn't know I had. And that is the thing, you know, we, we, I am so thankful for the spirit of truth because without it, we, we couldn't see those Tell things. It. Without it, we couldn't discover those things. I didn't know that I, I was so in love with my stuff, with my stuff. And so I'm now through the process of brokenness, I am discovering just how much I love this, my stuff. And he's, he's showing me, you know, Song of Solomon 1.4 in one of the verse, verses, it says that he brought me into the wine press and he set love and right order within me. He set love and right order within me. Just how much do we love our stuff as he's showing you? Because see, one of the purpose of brokenness is for us to come into a place of agreement into what God is showing us. Right. Well, I love that you're bringing this in. I love what you just said a minute ago when you said, the spirit, I love the spirit of truth. And when he comes and shows, yes. because we can't figure this out on our own. Absolutely. We not. really believe what we would believe. Like, Lord, really, if you would like help me, I could do this. Absolutely. And, and when, and this is such a key, pivotal uh, point, Oliva, the spirit of truth, the one sent by your father, sent to you to show you things that you do not know and to walk you in to him as life. Mm -hmm. This is so powerful. Absolutely. And are you kidding me? And at the same time, at the same time with this, with this oldies junk about I deserve mm -hmm. and you owe me attitude because mm -hmm. I was full of it and I didn't know. I was full of you owe me. I deserve. I deserve. You owe me. And I've been through so much because I've been through so much. How about, how about, how about things are perfect from now on? So I walked around with this. I was in the I deserve line and I, I earned line. You need to give me line because I deserve and I have earned line. And that's what flesh will do. Flesh will, <laughs> you owe me, so pay up. That is just ugly. Mm. And, and it takes the spirit of truth to show us that ugliness, though, doesn't it? It takes it, spirit of truth to reveal, truly, <sighs> Oliva, because I've watched in you over the years a true hatred of your old master come. <sighs> Because you realize, wait a minute, I'm seeing it now through his eyes. Mm. And the ugliness isn't just, oh, I've been ugly or I've misbehaved no. badly. No, 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 no. See, I wish everybody could see Oliva right now like I see Oliva right now. Is because that he causes mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. to truly see the ugliness of that which would come to him demanding. Absolutely. I'm in the deserving Absolutely. line. Absolutely. Yeah, this is so good. Absolutely. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. You know, so I, w I, was, I was never going to let him. 
you know, it, it's, if I'm going to, you know, if the, the crushing was necessary, he brought me into the wine press and set love in right order within me. Let me just, the, the crushing was necessary. The crushing was necessary. And this is why there is a beauty in brokenness because brokenness is absolutely necessary. And once you see, once you see the, the self-life for what it is, once you see flesh for what it really is, once you see why brokenness is absolutely necessary, you begin to see the beauty of it and the results of it, of course. But see, I remember, like I said, it's, it's, it's what, how much love I had for my own stuff. I remember crying out, crying out, and in, 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 as, as, as I was, as I was beginning up, you know, I was not, no longer able to do the things that, that I was able to do before, and crying out before Him, and, and saying, "Oh my God, Lord, if I'm not reliable, you know, what can I be? You know, if I, people can depend on me, you know, what can I be? I know it's pitiful, but that's where I was. Yes, you know, it was right. like, Lord, if, if people can depend on me, you know, guys." Mm. Let me just say this. I love for people to depend on me. Mm-hmm. I love that. My flesh loves that for people to need me. Mm-hmm. And I was at a place where people could no longer need me because I couldn't even take care of myself. Mm-hmm. That's the place that he brought me to. And I remember I was beating on my, I was beating on my car <laughs> and and I was crying out, like, if I can no longer be reliable, what can I be? What and do holy, I have what do I have? What do I have yeah. now? And Holy Spirit, very quietly saying, He said, "Well, you're you're still a son." Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to be very blunt with you guys right now. At that moment, that was not enough. Ooh, I said it. That was not enough. That was not enough. And, and so I knew that at that moment we needed to go, we, we had to go deeper. We needed to go a little deeper because I knew and it's like, Lord, that is not enough, but I want it to be enough. So do whatever, whatever is necessary in me, in me to be yours. If you, you know, we can be at that place where we know that to be his, we want it. We want, I, I want to be to to be at a place where to be his is enough but you may not be there but guess what you can ask him to take you to that place and he will take you he wants to take you to that place right. so you know and so in all that you know in that place and, and so throughout so so we stay there so guess what he we, he kept me there because i needed to stay there so in my lack so, so throughout the, my lack, throughout my weakness, throughout my performance, I began to meet him, to really, I, I came to know him. So it was in that place where I, one thing began to happen. See, I, I began to, to realize that he wasn't going anywhere, that he wasn't going anywhere. That, you know, I, I, all my, my whole entire life, one of the things that I, that I knew was that, that. I had to earn. I had to earn my share. I had to earn my keep. So I didn't know that there was this deep fear that as soon as I couldn't keep, that, that I couldn't, that I, that, I, that I would stop earning what I thought was, that I thought I was earning. For some reason, I thought I was earning my share with the Lord. Don't, don't tell me where I got that from, but that's what I thought. 
And get, let me just say this. You're not earning your share with the Lord. But I thought I was. And, and when I got to that place where I, I, I couldn't perform for him anymore. I couldn't. And he was still there. Day after day after day after day, he was still there. Something began to just crack. I began to meet Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. He was there. He was there. He will never leave you or forsake you. He was there. I'm, I'm still here, Oliva. I'm still here, Oliva. And so what do you do with that? What do you do with a God like that? <laughs> what can you do with a God like that? So, you know, so to bring me into a place where I came into this place where, you know, in Song of Solomon, it's the, the verses 7.10 says, and she proudly, you know, this is the bride. And she proudly said, I am my beloved's and his desire is toward me. I came into this place where <laughs> leaning upon him, leaning on him, depending on him, trusting him. It's not difficult. Where else would I go? Where else can I go? What else can I do? He is so for me. Yes. He is so for me. You know, this fruit of brokenness is trust. You and I have experienced this so deeply, Oliva, and we've watched it in so many people over the years. But the real fruit of brokenness is to bring us to the place that we know him and we trust him. It's not like you said, it's not bad things happening to us. It's not, you know, I've got to ride some roller coaster of, you know, up and down and in and out of difficulty always. It is that he's breaking us of our trust in ourselves so that we can come into that place of trusting and knowing him as our life. Yes. And so you and I have walked together for so many years. We've lived through so many different seasons together. When I met you when you were 24, oh my goodness, 24 <laughs> years of age. How old are you now? Only go ahead and tell everybody. I am 43. Well, Thank you. What do you know about that? <laughs> and and uh, at 24, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you, reliving with you these seasons and remembering as you came in and remembering, you know, all of that and and what it's meant for you to stay with him and you weren't doing him any favors you know by staying with him you were realizing where else would I go Lord I you you're keeping me don't we start realizing that he's keeping us by his power yes. and by his love yes. and we're just a finally allowing him to love us we're letting him love us that love begins to mature you and and one of the things that I, I love about you coming to trust him is that you're also um, being used very powerfully to lead others to know him and to trust him. And you're trusting him with others. You're trusting him with your son. And you mentioned briefly diagnosis. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and your son was diagnosed with autism when he was very young. Mm -hmm. But today he's National Honor Society. Today he's, he's handling and and growing and overcoming, and not in perfection, but in true overcoming style. And I, I wish that, you know, and maybe one day we'll do just a whole podcast on 
on what that has been about and, and to take that slice because so many people, you know, walking through that, mm -hmm. maybe with their children and you and I will do something on walking with God mm -hmm. and our children one mm -hmm. day and, and just, but so many, so many seasons of what it takes to go day in and day out in that. And yet that is a part of the deep work and preparation of being able to have the privilege and the honor of being able to walk with other people. And that's been a part of what you and I've done together at Christian City Fellowship here in Sealy, Texas. And uh, for many years, I was the executive pastor there and oversaw Pavilion Ministries. But over the last year or so, we have shifted, have we not? We have shifted That's right. deeply. That's right. And, uh, and, and you now are um, one of the main team uh, leaders leading a team there within Pavilion of people who disciple and mentor and walk people into the beauty of brokenness. Yes. Day in and day out in many different ways. You teach <laughs> and, and do, do all of that. And it's so powerful seeing how God really does raise us up and reproduce. And, and, and I love that I'm completely unnecessary yet have the privilege of being there on some, on some level walking with you guys as you're shifting into your own leadership in that. But I want people to be able to also hear, Oliva, your heart for the body of Christ, you know, to be able to, to share that. And then I want us to just talk briefly before we close out today about uh, Cross Encounter that's coming up here in Sealy at the end of October, but but just share what your heart is out of all of this that God has done in you, because we all go in first for ourselves, right? And then we become a door for others. So share your heart for the body of Christ, that what you want in this beauty of brokenness for them to walk into, for them to know. What, what do you want them to hear about that? You know, I, 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 I my... My heart, my, my prayer is, is for the body of Christ to, for them to come to know him. It's for them to come to know the deep, the deep love that, that he has for, yes. for the church, uh, for them personally. Um, I believe that many know, um, you know, they, they, they know intellectually that they are loved by him. But that's, that's just where it stays. It is an intellectual thing. Um, I believe that many know of him, but they don't know him. Uh, I, I, my prayer is that many get to that place where they're not just walking with him like I was, you know, uh, many years ago. But, but, they, but he is truly their life. Um, that they come to a place of dependence, not because they have to. But because, uh, but because they choose to, yes. because it is their joy, because it is, you know, abiding with him is not a I have to thing. It is a where is what I go. Um, I, I, I pray that many uh, count the cost and find him that discover that he is worth it. He is worth the cost. Um, mm. We're jealous for him, aren't we? Absolutely. We, we know him and we're ever growing in knowing him. And so we long for others to know him. And, and, and in the work that you get to do there in Pavilion, 
What would you encourage people about whether they can actually get to Pavilion Ministries at Christian City or not, based on where they live? But what would you encourage them in, in um, maybe in pursuit of this work? Um, I will encourage people to give us a call um, if they are, you know, even if they just have questions, even if they're just, if they have questions about this work, if if anything they heard today. Uh, you know, stirred anything with them. If you, they just want to talk. You know, they don't. They don't have to commit themselves to anything just by coming and, and talking with us. Um, just if if they're just in a place of of wanting more and, and not knowing how to get there, um, just just a phone call. You know, just just give us a call. Um, in, in, in you, distance is not a problem really, because we also do Skype mentoring and, and, and what that is, we, you can, you know, again, give us a call and we can like, give, explain to you about how that looks like. Yeah. I was just going to mention uh-huh. like just this past weekend, you had someone that flew from out of state yes. and uh, they came for an intensive where mm-hmm. they spent three days with you yes. and one of our uh, mentors in training, because this is where we're loving to reproduce. Absolutely. And they flew in and, and there was a process to go through mm-hmm. for that to happen. But y'all were able to do a really strong intensive mm-hmm. so as to be ready to do the Skype mentoring later yes. on. Because relational connection is so important It to is necessary, us, yes. Yeah, and so that is so awesome. And so The number at Christian City Fellowship is 979-885-3113. Yes. But I love that there's just such an openness because, again, we don't help people who have trouble, right? We had trouble, and and you and I caused a little trouble. Let's just get real about that. We caused quite a bit of trouble. We caused some trouble, and what are we doing? We're just passing on this life. Yes. And it's one thing to talk about it, do a podcast, do a service, preach a sermon, teach a class, all that. But what happens, Oliva? After the lights go out, the yes. services are over, the product's yes. been sold, the yes. podcast is finished, Absolutely. is yes. who is going to walk with people yes. into the knowledge of You know, and, and we all been there. You know, we all been there. You know, we all been at that place where, yes, you know, it's, it's, it's during the midnight hours. Midnight hours. Okay, how do we do this? Mm-hmm. How, how do we walk this out? And that's what Pavilion Ministries is. Where you you uh, you walk with with a a mentor, you know you walk alongside someone not not that has this quite perfectly down not with someone that has arrived because none of us have, but someone that is uh, at a place where you know you want to get to you know just uh, some steps ahead of you. That's all that is really needed, but that can walk with you, so that. Uh, you know you can you can walk this and 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 you can get to the place where where you want where you are looking to to arrive and and um let's let's do this yes. let's do this yes i love that it can happen yes i love that and uh, it certainly requires pursuit mm-hmm. on the person's part and and you know of course through Nancy McCready Ministries i'm working with other pastors and and doing it in many different ways, and there's no set method. This is not a program. This is a process. And and our greatest, and you've heard me say this many times, is that the greatest, the people that walked with me, their greatest asset, I believe, their greatest quality was that their loyalties lied with God. <laughs> and, 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 and they were willing to take the time. You know, yeah. sometimes people say, well, I don't have the time. How do you not have the time? 
to let God completely build your life. You know, and, and yet we understand that. We understand that the, the time that it takes, but this is what God has given to his church, is that we would pass on to one another, not in an air of superiority, but that we would pass on this life mm-hmm. to others, that we would provoke them in that life, that we would encourage them in that life, that we don't see ourselves as drawing people to be dependent on us, Right. But that we are leading them to a dependency upon him. Upon him. But there is a way for this to happen. And I love that that you're there. I love the fact uh, that after all these years of walking together that you are there, Oliva. Because let me tell you, I don't care how much gifting a person has. If they're not willing to be faithful, if they're not willing to have the stamina built into them for the long haul work, then I have to ask myself, well, the gifting, you know, what good is it? Because if the gifting just keeps walking off, <laughs> right, okay, then the gifting doesn't really produce. Yes. And so when I get the privilege of being with you and with others that work there and others around the world that I'm getting to work with and develop and seeing people so gripped by God yes. because of what they needed and they know him and now they understand why we need to walk this out, why we need to make this way possible for other people. And they're willing to pass that on. And, uh, you know, to know that this is happening at Christian City and in other places in its own way. Okay, I just Mm -hmm. can't emphasize enough how it is not a program and how it's done at one church wouldn't be the same way that it's done at another because it has to fit the pastor's vision and the culture of where, where we are. Right. But the kingdom is, is that if it works in Sealy, Texas, it'll also work somewhere else. Right. Because the kingdom is going to be able to work uh, wherever, where God is given the freedom to do it his way, which this is what we want. We know, <laughs> and we needed him to do it his way in us. And so you and I have, for the last uh, 10 plus years, have also uh, been able to do cross encounter yes. weekends. Yes. And this is one aspect of just getting the message out. It's mm-hmm. not the end all to end all. An event does not change our life. It, do we do we meet God in that place Absolutely. of a cross encounter? Then meeting him could change mm-hmm. us and could could do the work in us. So October 24th through the 26th, we will again together Nancy McCready Ministries and Christian City Fellowship will partner together and uh, do a cross encounter right here in Sealy, Texas. And so this year, it's not going to be an overnight stay. It's going to be what? In what style are we going to do it? It's going to be conference style. Awesome. And the exciting part about that is that we will have, uh, you know, more people can attend. So it's going to also give... uh, you know, for those that are maybe have younger children that, you know, uh, you know, being able to spend the weekend has not been an option because you have young, you know, young children and which uh, is difficult. Well, this this time is conference style. So you're able to go home and uh, we have uh, and we have child and we have child care. So that's that's, right. that's another thing that, you know, we we are taking care of for you. So. You know, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to, to uh, having uh, more people attend. And, um, and we're just praying and believing God for, uh, for the people that are going to show up and that, that he's going to show up. And, right. and, and 
Well, and the timing, you and I know how important timing is yes. in our lives. We know everybody needs this work. Everybody needs to know him and to grow in that. But we so honor and respect the timing of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this cross encounter will be October 24th through the 26th at Christian City Fellowship in Sealy, Texas. You will be able to go to nancymccrady.com and see a link there to uh, allow you to be able to register and get more information. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to ccf.life mm -hmm. there at Christian City Fellowship's website, ccf.life, and be able to follow their prompts and you'll be able to register there. And then, as Oliva said, you can give her a call. Mm -hmm. You can reach out to her through yes. the office there at uh, Christian City Fellowship and be able to connect because we love to connect and we love to have conversations. That's why it's called Tent Talk, where we're having conversations with God under the big tent of his presence and we're learning and having conversations with each other. So today, Oliva, wow. We could do this, like you and I could just do a podcast every week, the two of us, and, and we would never run out of things to be able to talk about. But I know that we've got to close out for today. But the fact that you would come, Oliva, and share, this is what I love, this is what I prize, this is what I value, is the willingness to be able to share the private love of God, the private dealings of God in a way that will be able to help others to know, wait a minute, wait a minute, you mean that's what could be happening inside of me? But because you're willing to do that and to be transparent. The other thing I love is the uh, the empathy. See, sympathy, I was reading the other day in Oswald Chambers and he said sympathy just weakens us. Mm -hmm. But the empathy, when someone else truly understands the depth that we're going through, that empathy helps open us up and to realize the possibilities of what it is that God could be doing. So, you know, sometimes people probably would say to you and I both, like, y'all might scare me a little bit when y'all start talking, and you scare me when you teach. <laughs> and uh, But people have oftentimes told us, but you're so different when I sit with you one-on-one. -on -one. And uh, because that's where there's a shift when you're mentoring someone, and there's that deep personal work that's going on. That's not the same as maybe when you're teaching, preaching, and you're plowing through, and you're... You know, but when you are walking with someone one-on-one, -on -one, wow, that's a whole nother uh, tapping in to the anointing of God, the presence of God to walk with someone. Yes. And uh, so I appreciate your transparency. I appreciate your willingness to deeply empathize with people. But as I would say of my own mentors, I would say of you is what I value the most is that your loyalties lie with the Father. And that you want him to have what it is that he wants. And he wanted you, Oliva, and he wants any of those that you can reach. And uh, so for that, I am so glad. And that's why I loved having you on today for Tent Talk and here at our open table interview. And I have a feeling that we'll be back together again here on Tent Talk. And we'll be able to share more in the months ahead. And uh, so to all of you that are listening today, I pray that you'll listen I pray then that you'll listen again and that you'll let what Oliva has shared today, uh, that you'll let it open you up to the potential that God is wanting to bring you to himself and that you were never meant to be the strength of your own life. What seems like failure to you is really an open door into him. So Oliva, as we close out today, would you pray 
over those who are listening to Tent Talk. Yes. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. I, I just pray for all those listening, Father, today and in the weeks to come. Lord, I, I pray, Father, that uh, may they come to a place where they are so rooted, so rooted and so grounded in your love. May they come to know the, the depth, the height, the width of your love, Lord. Father, I may that, Father, be, Father, one of the, one of the things, Father, that brings great, great brokenness in their lives, Father. The knowing, the deep knowing, the experiential knowing of how much you love them, Lord. Father, may they, may they see, Father, by the, by the spirit of truth, by the spirit of truth, Father. May, may they see by the spirit of truth, Father God. May they come to know you. May they come to know you, Father. May the hunger, may they hunger to know you, Father God. Be greater, be greater, be greater, Father God, than any fear, any fear, any fear that may be rising up, Father, or trying to hold them back yes. to stay in the same place where they've been year after year after year, Lord. May they decide that enough is enough, Lord. All it takes is one step. All it takes is the next step. Just the next step. Father, I just thank you, Father. I just thank you, Father. May this be, may, may there be a moment of decision, Lord. Cause it to be a moment of decision. May the beauty, may, the, may your beauty, may your beauty cost them, cost them to make a new decision to pursue you in a new way in a new way. I thank you for the beauty, the beauty, the beauty of brokenness, Lord, as it is absolutely necessary. Father, I thank you that brokenness brings life, 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 life. I pray, Father, that your church will not run from it, but it will run to it. As we know, as after they know, as they know, as they come to know, Father, you your ways, Lord. Beauty, the beauty of brokenness, for brokenness brings forth life. Father, thank you. I bless them, Father, as I bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Oliva, for taking time to be with us today. And to everyone, I say that we will be together again soon. And um, yes, thank you again so much. All right, we will talk to you guys on the next Tent Talk. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.